Okay guys, so hello and welcome to my second episode of the Red Cup podcast. Yes, this podcast is now officially on iTunes. You can download it on iTunes, listen to it whenever you like. Um, also, it will be on SoundCloud you and also YouTube, like it was the last one. So, today we are going to be talking about three topics. The beginning of the Premier League, the Champions League and... Uh, any transfer gossip even though we just exited the transfer window so yes this podcast again will be on iTunes you can go and download it its name is the red car podcast you can find it immediately um, also I wasn't uploading the second podcast just because of what happened um, with like this I was trying to put it up on iTunes and when we got confirmed I confirmed it yesterday and it's now on iTunes, so yeah, you can go and download it. So now let's begin with that knowledge. So uh, we're going to be um, talking about the beginning of the Premier League. So let me type something. So as it stands, the Premier League table, Manchester City are first with 13 points. My team that I support, Manchester United, are uh, second with 13 points. But City and United have the same goal against, uh, goals for, goal against, and goal uh, difference. They are top only because they are Manchester City and we are Manchester United. Then Chelsea are third with 10 points. Newcastle are fourth with 9 points. Tottenham, I'm not going to say the points now. Tottenham, Huddersfield, Burnley, Liverpool, Southampton, West Brom. Watford, Arsenal, Stoke, Swansea, Leicester, Brighton, West Ham, Everton, Bournemouth and Crystal Palace. So Crystal Palace are the only team with zero points. Newly appointed manager uh, Roy Hodgson. That was a bit of a surprise when they uh, got Brent, uh, not Brendan Rodgers, Roy Hodgson. I don't think he's going to stay for long. I think maybe until like... May, he's not going to stay for another year. Now, he could surprise us, but they got a big schedule. They got three big games coming up soon. So, I mean, it's going to be tough for them to, like, uh, be great. They got, I think, Manchester City, uh, Man United and Chelsea. So, it's going to be tough for them. Uh, I hope they, I hope their first point will be against City because... We need them to lose a point next Sunday. Uh, United, I don't know who they're playing after Burton Albion today. Um, I think it will be Huddersfield, if I'm, if I'm concerned. No, Southampton, Southampton. Then we've got a, a CSK Moscow in Champions League, which we're going to talk about the Champions League later. Then Crystal Palace and then Liverpool. And that we're going to talk about that important game next no, not next week, the week after. So, um, let's stay on topic, the Premier League. What happened since the Premier League began? So, United started fairly well, 4-0 to, as I was concerned, we won 4-0 to West Ham. Yeah, 4-0 to the Hammers at Old Trafford. Thought Chikorita was going to score. He didn't, but, I mean, he is has now scored a bit. Then United won 4-0 to Swansea. Great, where they had already eight goals on average. Then um, they, we played Leicester, which we won 2-0. Then the 
um, the hard one to take at Stoke last week, or was it the week before? One of those, um, where they came, where they drew two all to Stoke at the Britannia, and uh, last Sunday, I believe, yes, Sunday, Sunday, yeah, uh, we beat Everton for nil, right? Yeah, I mean that game was a bit hard. They struggled, they struggled a bit against. Uh, everything, but I mean, it could have been uh, different. I mean, could have been different if everything played better. They could have, if they had that bit of an edge, they could have scored. Um, yeah, they could have scored there. Um, so, City, they started fairly well. I got to agree. City, even though I'm a United fan, they started the season very well. I mean, they beaten. Um, they beat Liverpool with a convincing score. Uh, Watford, they gave, they hammered them with six. Um, which I got to agree, six goals to Watford. I think it was a bit of a... A, a bit too much for the Watford fans um, to see six at home. Now, I unfortunately had the pleasure to go to a Liverpool game where they faced Watford last season, and they beat them 6-1, just my family supports Liverpool, so I had to go to Liverpool. Um, so yeah, they beat them 6-1, basically, and that's that's what happened. So that was, I think, the worst uh, game I've ever went to, I was supporting Watford, obviously. Uh, United beat Swansea 3-0 on that day, so yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a bit to take seeing Liverpool score 6, and I wasn't... Uh, Happy? What? I wasn't that happy. So if you ask me, where? Yeah, you went to see Liverpool. Did you go to United? Yes, I went to see United two years ago when we played uh, Swansea at uh, at Old Trafford on the second of January 2015 when Louis Van Gaal, Louis Van Gaal was still manager that year where. They had a rough patch of games. But now we're going to keep on talking about the Premier League. Let's not go off subject. So, um, Man City have had a brilliant start in the league, even though I am a United fan. Uh, United, as I said, had an amazing start. Uh, so, yeah, I think contenders, I don't know, they need to keep winning the games. Uh, Liverpool will be a big test. And we're going to talk about that in the, like, in the... Fourth podcast, I think, one of those, one of the, the fourth or the fifth. We'll talk about that and preview that match, but it's gonna be a big game. Last time I did a podcast on United Liverpool, United lost in the Europa League, so let's hope that doesn't happen again. If United play well, they could possibly go for this and win. If they beat Liverpool and Spurs uh, in the month of October, I think United. Uh, turn into contenders. They just have to beat Liverpool and Spurs. If they win one and draw one, I'll say, okay, there's still time for the contenders. If they lose both, I say, no, the league's not ours. Um, we have to beat the big teams as well as the small teams. I think Lukaku helps. Lukaku helps just because of he is um, a great striker against small teams. But when Ypres comes in, there's going to be that bit of an there's going to be that bit of an edge where right now United don't have that edge right now. Because I was watching the United stand, yeah, it's a fan channel on YouTube, and they were saying, 
if Ibra comes in, like, imagine against Liverpool, 1-1, last minute, Lukaku misses another chance to go in front. Uh, yeah, a big chance like he missed against Everton. There was a big chance in front of goal where he missed against Everton. And like we say, OK, that's only once. But, for example, he does it again at Chelsea. When Ibra comes in, Ibra scores the important goals. Even last year, the FL Cup final, he scored the important goal. Um, some big matches, he scored the important goals and assisted some important goals. If Ibra can score the beginning goals, then there's much flood. Like, if United are going to be playing a counter-attack play this year, when they score the first goal, teams will attack, then uh, space for Lukaku and put it in the back of the net. That's basically, I think, a tactic United need to use this year. Now, third place, Chelsea. Um, didn't start particularly well. Comier Shield lost it to Arsenal. Arsenal, and then I lost to Burnley on the first day of the season, but then beat Tottenham at Wembley. Um, and yeah, they kept lining up their games. Um, they could have a very good season. They could win the league. Um, it is like possible the signing of Morata was amazing. Uh, even though I don't see it as Chelsea level. Um, even Conte admitted he was the second choice after Lukaku. Even United, if they bought him, he would have been still second choice. Um, Newcastle, uh, very surprising that they fought. Um, from five matches, they lost two, and they're fourth place. Um, good two wins. I mean, good three wins. I don't know who the last time they beat was Stoke City 2-1 at St. James' Park. Um, lost 2-0 to Tottenham on the first day of the season. Lost to Huddersfield on the second day. Then they beat West Ham, beat Swansea, and beat Stoke. Now they're going to get a Brighton match on the 24th at the Anak Stadium. And then they're going to face... Uh, on the 1st of October, they're going to face Liverpool. So, I mean, they could. there is possibility that they could go places. I don't think Newcastle will get relegated, though. Then there is Tottenham. Um, they started well, beating Newcastle again, 2-0 at away. Then they they lost to uh, Chelsea at home. I mean, the Wem Wembley this year could be another vital thing that Tottenham won't go do as well, um, so yeah, that could be, Huddersfield, very surprising, um, the 3-0 to uh, Crystal Palace, then beating all the odds and winning the second game, winning the third game, that's, that's surprising, um, I mean, winning second game and then drawing two more and winning and losing one, I think it's surprising for Huddersfield, they could go places, I don't think they'll get relegated either, they just need to keep their ment mentality in and they won't get relegated, Burnley, on the other hand, very surprising, uh, drawing to Liverpool, great tactic, by the way, by uh, Sean Dice. He he planned Liverpool perfectly, but Liverpool are also on a slope now. Let's talk about them. Eighth place on a slope. Yesterday they lost to Leicester, even though they battered them in the first half. And when I say battered them, they battered them. Um, then they got an attacking mentality, but when the attacking mentality doesn't continue, Klopp goes all defensive. And, for example, I got to give him props uh, yesterday because he said, um, I said it 1,000 times, if you don't know how to defend, you can't play football. And I agree with that. United this year, now I'm going to go on rival watch, United have an amazing defence. Not, not amazing world-class defence, 
but they're planning, they're defending, and they're attacking perfectly. Mourinho is doing the best thing a Premier League club needs. I think Liverpool are on the same slope that United were on at the beginning of last season. They could not finish top six this year if they keep this up. Uh, last year they were on a slope, but in January. Let's hope United don't slip in January then, because um, some ex-Man United player just said that United could slip in January and in, in autumn and winter it would be the end of the league um, for United. So I don't want that to happen. Southampton, average. West Brom, average. Watford, average. Arsenal, disastrous. I can't say anything more. Arsenal, disastrous. They beat Cologne, was it? On the Europa League, but they were expected to beat Cologne. Stoke City, average. Swansea, better than usual. They played well. Um, Leicester, average, but yesterday they showed promise. Brighton, good for a new team, good, not bad enough even though they lost three. Everton, disastrous. Burnout climbing up a ladder, even though they only won one of five. Crystal Palace, disastrous, I said. I'm not going to explain any more on that, just it's disastrous, basically. That's all I have to say. Um... Yeah, so I think that's going to be enough. I'm going to talk about the Premier League. Now I'm going to do another 10 minutes on the Champions League, how it began. And then we're going to do some uh, transfer news. So, uh, Champions League groups, groups 2017-18. So here we go, uh, how they ended up. Right now, uh, let's start and jump to the group stage. So... How are the groups right now? I'm gonna see the. So let's begin with Group A, the Group Four: United, United, uh, top of the group with three goal difference against Basel, CSKA Moscow, second and a win with a one 0 victory to Benfica, Benfica third place uh, loss and fourth will be Basel. So United beat Basel three 0 I watched it. Was a convincing victory. They they began and started a bit rough, but they played better in the second half. Uh, CSK Moscow, I didn't watch the game, so I can't comment on that, but I think Benfica can repair themselves. I think United have to face Benfica next. I'm not sure who have United got to face. Yep, Benfica they got to face next. Um, right, so 27th of oh, 27th September, so United... CSK, oh, CSK Moscow on 27th of September now. Then they got to play Benfica, and then they got to play uh, Benfica again. Then they got to play Basel and CSK again. Um, I think they could potentially beat CSK Moscow. They could give us a game and draw us, but it's between a draw and a, and a win. I expect them to win, basically. I, I expect United to top the group. I think they've got enough quality to top the group. And yeah, CSK and second, maybe Basel. I mean Benfica. I think Basel will end up to be fourth, and second will be CSK Moscow. Give me a second so I can open up my uh, room curtains because it's too dark in here. Uh, group B, the sort of group of death. I don't call that group of death. PSG, Bayern Munich, and the Lexington Topic. Now, PSG are looking deadly in Europe with the addition of Cavani. 
Mbappe, they, they look deadly. They look very deadly. Could they win the Champions League? It's going to be a struggle for them. Real will always be there. I think Real will win it again this year. But, I mean, what? Real will always win the Champions League. One year they're going to slip up. It could be this year. Um, PSG slotted uh, um, Celtic. They destroyed them, basically. Uh, yeah, Bayern Munich won 3-0 to Anderlecht. Expected. Anderlecht, I think... They'll end up... I mean, the table could be as it is now. I expect the table to be uh, first, second, third, fourth, as it is now. So, that's how I expect Group B to pan out. Um, I think Celtic uh, will only grab a point, maybe a draw at Anderlecht. I think that's the only thing that they have. Group C, Chelsea look deadly, but I think this could be the group of death, I think. Uh, Chelsea, Atletico Madrid and Roma... Arabag, I think they're not even going to grab a point in the group. So, Chelsea, I think, won't top the group. I think they'll end up second. Atletico Madrid, I think, can fight with them and give them a second place. Um, Chelsea, so that's how I think. Roma, I don't think they're going to qualify. They're going to they're gonna get a, some wins. I mean, they're going to beat Arabag, expectedly. Um, that, now, this could pan out differently, because the group of death always pans out differently. So, it could be Chelsea and Roma. It could be Atletico and Chelsea, and it could be Chelsea and Atletico. So it could, all those possibilities are still possible. But I don't know how this group is going to pan out. I think it will pan out Atletico first, Chelsea second, Roma third, and Arabac fourth. That's how I think it's going to pan out. Now, Group D, Barcelona, Sporting, Olympiacos, and Juventus. So Barcelona destroyed Juventus. I haven't watched the game, but I know Messi scored a brilliant goal. Um, Juventus will go through, obviously. I mean, they won't get knocked out to Champions League. They just have a rough match against Barcelona. They played at the Camp Nou as well. Um, I think when they play them, it's going to be a different game. I think Juventus can pull out a win in the second uh, matchup. Uh, the group, I will think, it will end Barcelona uh, first, Juventus second, Olympiacos third, and Sporting fourth. No, no, Sporting third and. Olympiacos fought, I think that's how it will pan out. Um, yeah, Olympiacos don't have it in them. Now, they could surprise me and go through, but I don't think they have it in them. Uh, sporting second? No, Sporting third. Uh, they could go through, I think. Group E, uh, Sevilla, I think, to top the group. Um, Liverpool, if they're on this rough patch and they continue with this rough patch, Sevilla could, could dangerously puncture Liverpool's hopes in the Champions League. I think Sevilla will go first. Uh, Maribor will be knocked out fourth, even though everyone got their draw. Bardak must go in the Europa League. And Liverpool second. I think Liverpool will go through. Um, now, Spartak Moscow could give them a fight and they could put them in the Europa League, but I think it would work better that way. Um, yeah, first Sevilla, second Liverpool, third Spartak Moscow, as it is now, basically. Group F, Manchester City, Shakhtar Donetsk, Napoli, and Feyenoord. So, uh, City to top the group. Uh, they got enough quality right now. They've beaten them 4-0, Feyenoord. Um, Napoli second, I think, Nap even though they lost to Shakhtar Donetsk. But, uh, Napoli will pass back, I think. Shakhtar Donetsk in third, even though Shakhtar Donetsk are a good team, so they could get them a run for their money, but I think Shakhtar Donetsk 
will get third place, depending on now Fenroid, they don't have a chance. Now they could actually surprise Shakhtar can get third place, maybe just because they played Manchester City, but I don't know, I think that, that was it. The worst group of them all, uh, Group G, Besiktas, Monaco, RB Leipzig and Porto, I think this one's so unpredictable because it's so, like, the group isn't so interesting. It's so unpredictable. Um, best of case on Monaco. If you get, if you tell me how I'm going to predict this group, Monaco, Porto. If you told me before the Champions League started, I would have said Porto, uh, Monaco, Porto, I'll be like doing best of case. But best of case have totally outplayed Porto. That I don't know how it's physically possible that I'm going to predict it. Predict it. I think it's going to be Besiktas, Monaco, Porto and RB Leipzig, as it stands right now. Now everything will change. Guaranteed that everything will change. This is such an unpredictable group. The worst group is always the most unpredictable group. Group G, now this could also be counted as a group of death, but I would have said group of death even more for the Chelsea group. Uh, group H, Real Madrid, Tottenham Hotspur, Borussia Dortmund and Applewell, Nicosia. So, Real Madrid obviously will top the group. No, no expectation there. It's between Tottenham and Borussia Dortmund. Now, Tottenham have three games at home. I think they'll, they'll crumble like they did last year. Second for Borussia Dortmund, third for Tottenham. And if Applewell can catch them at home, they could possibly put Tottenham uh, fourth, but I don't think that will happen. So, uh, third Tottenham and fourth Applewell. I think that is how it is going to pan out, basically. Now, I'm going to go for the final topic, and we're going to talk about transfer rumours, even though we have just been 20 days since he exited this transfer window. But, let's go into the rumour, the big rumour, that Alexis Sanchez will go uh, in red and white next season and go to the Red Half of Manchester. The the deal is beginning to this rumour is beginning to climb up the ladder and if I go and check right now, Man United transfer news uh, give me a second, Man United transfer news. Um it's beginning to show promise. Um Alexis Sanchez to Manchester United, this is from the son Jose Mourinho desperate Desperate, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Desperate to snatch Arsenal ace from rival Man City. Arsenal star was bound to go to the Etihad for 60 million before move collapsed, and more reckons he can lure the Chilean. And Mourinho, more means Mourinho, reckons he can lure the Chilean uh, winger to Old Trafford. So, 25 million signing on fee. He will be a free agent, and he can clinch him in January, so he can sign him next year. It could happen uh, if they if they do it well. It could happen, um, and it could work. I think if it it happens, um, it would be a bad signing for United, especially next year. Depending uh, on what it on what happens, it could happen if United can snatch. Um, him. Um, yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's likely. It's likely or not likely. It's still uh, emerging, but I think it could happen. You know, it could. Uh, 
Barcelona um, failed for a bid for Antoine Griezmann. So they're trying to lure him to Barcelona with a 124 million bid rejected. Um, I mean, he was never going to go to Atletico. Why would he go? I mean, he would never go to Barcelona. Why would he go to Barcelona, first of all? Um, yeah, I don't think he would go to Barcelona. I think, depending, now it's, it's Sanchez or Griezmann. Now, they could sign both. I think it will be the last year. This year will be the last year for Ibra. I think they'll just, it will run out next year and he'll go maybe to London, not London, I mean America. He could go to America, basically, and uh, I wouldn't blame him out. He's coming at the end of his career, and... I mean, he, they could get Griezmann up front with Lukaku and Sanchez on the side with Martial ready to build up the wing. Uh, it could be a sick strike force next year. Sergio Aguero considering January exit for Manchester City. Um, I mean, will he go to Arsenal? Really, will he go to Arsenal? Um... City are ready to potentially win the title and he's going to go to Arsenal. I wouldn't agree that. Um, no, I don't, I don't think he would leave. Um, they got Alexander Lacazette, which could improve, but he's not improving lately. So I don't think he will leave. Okay, so that's something I think that won't happen, right? Do you think, guys, that will happen? I don't think for sure that's not going to happen. Um... Yeah, I think that's about it for this week's podcast, you know. I don't think there's something else to say. Uh, we said it. But next week we have a new podcast. Get ready, guys. A new podcast is ready to come out. If you did, leave a like as always. Um, yeah, if you did, as always, leave a like on the YouTube. Um, subscribe off to the channel and to the podcast on iTunes to get ready for any new podcast. And as always, like, subscribe, and see you or hear me on my iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube podcast next week. Thank you, guys. Goodbye.